I'm gonna share with you today on Own The Do podcast and audio insights, some brief tips on how you can own the do and what that means in a mindset. Specifically, the topic is titled today, Do You. Now, it's pretty simple. I think it's something that all can relate to. Do you. So it's simply put, do you know who you are? You know, that's a simple question that I'm asked many times throughout my life, and I'm sure each of you can associate that as well. When you're sitting down maybe in an interview or you're talking to someone that's a family member and they just simply want to know, who do you think you are? And you know, it's a pretty simple question yet profound, and many times people have a hard time answering that question. I want to share with you, own the do mindset and and mentality allows you to possess an answer that's very simple and very responsive to that question, but you first have to actually take the time yourself to be able to know what it really means. And so today I want to talk with you about that. So the question, do you know who you are? Maybe you can ask it or frame it in a different way. I certainly have been asked this and it's, you know, do you know what makes you tick? What motivates you? What inspires you? What challenges you? In other words, what is it that makes you, you? And I think most people can answer all of those questions relatively easy, yet few actually live as though they are as genuine and authentic as they should be. If you were to apply a mirror to your life from your words, would both look the same? Why don't people just do what they have the power to do? And when they answer those questions, what is it about answering them and doing them that makes sometimes there be a disconnect. Why don't they take what they have in front of them and turn it into an incredible opportunity or a success or a venture or something that they know deep down they could answer the question but yet struggle to do? So why do many people miss out on what others see as so much potential? The bottom line is they don't live in a genuine, authentic way. They live how others want them to live, want them to pursue, want them to be, yet they let their own desires, their own dreams, their own beliefs just kind of fade away, but they don't do themselves. They don't do what they're really all about. And today I want to share with you what I think are four ways to ensure you're being genuine to yourself. You're being true to who you are. You are being true to living out in life in practical terms what it is that makes you tick. What is it that motivates you? And and then living that out in an everyday fashion. So first and foremost, the number one way to ensure you're being genuine to do you is to know thyself. What does it take for you to know yourself? I think it takes a lot of time. I think it takes a lot of experience a lot of diversity, a lot of situations and practical challenges that you're going to face throughout life. And and all of you, the beauty is all of you are going to have that throughout your life, throughout your experiences. You're going to have it. The question that you need to wrestle with is, have you taken the time after those situations to sit down and reflect upon you? What is it that you learned about yourself during one of those trialing times and challenges? What is it about you that you've learned from an incredible success that you look back on and think about? What is it about yourself, your motivation, your your work ethic, your ability to see things differently as a result of one of those life situations? For you to know yourself, you've gotta be able to take time to reflect and look back on yourself. 
and what you did and what you didn't do and, and how you reacted and what you said, what you didn't say. I think those are the kinds of things that many people just move on and don't think about. Time is so limited, and so they just continue to press on, and they continue to focus on the next steps. And those, there's nothing wrong with that approach. But I think what I've found in myself and in other people's lives is when you actually take the time to sit down, reflect on who you are, you actually will find an opportunity to learn and improve, and more important than all of it, begin to know who you are. So the first step, obviously, in knowing and ensuring that you can be genuine and you can do you in everyday life is to know thyself. Take time, simple step, plan once, once a week, an hour, at the very most, that you just surround yourself with nothing but silence. You close off all social media apps. You close down your phone. You put it on Wi-Fi, um, whatever, plane mode. You, you take it off. You shut it down. You, you get outside of your normal everyday routine and you look at what is it that I did this week? And then you begin to ask yourself, what is it that I learned about myself this week? What did I see in me? Be completely honest with yourself and try to identify some, at least one characteristic that you can say, I know myself better this week through this one hour of reflection that allows me to know more about who I am and I can be genuine to myself when I'm able to apply that new lesson or new improvement. So take time, it's simply put, put something on your calendar, one hour a week, schedule it whenever you can, shut all activities down, get away from your normal environment and routine and just stop, pause, let silence creep in and allow yourself to reflect on any one of the events that you took place or took place in your life that you were able to um, experience and learn from. You can do it. You will do it once you do it. So know thyself, number one. Number two, another way to ensure you're being genuine is spend more time thinking before speaking. So how can you be genuine it's a simple thing. Know who you are and then spend more time thinking before speaking. Now, why is that so relevant? I guess what I want to do is just share with you a simple story that, uh, that I found very relevant in my life that I think maybe you can associate with. And you'll get the point of why it's important to spend more time thinking before speaking. Really, it starts like this. So I'm in a conversation with uh, a very important person and I'm sitting down and being asked a number of questions about what I think of the situation that's in front of us. And this is involved in a company. It's something that gives very significant value to this, this point in time in this moment. And I'm asked the question, well, what do you think is the right thing to do? And as the leader of the company, I was determined to present my case and to be able to think that they aligned with my opinions and that we could move forward and we can really grow and demonstrate great value. And so I immediately reacted with a great response that I thought was eloquent. It was very strategic. It was point on. It was um, exactly what they wanted to hear. However, I left the meeting and I thought, I don't believe all that. I know they wanted to hear that. I know that's what they really thought was the right thing, but I know deep down there was no way we could pull off every single one of those activities that I listed as important and in highly value accretive. 
yet I did not allow myself the time that I needed to respond first to think about my response and then respond effectively where I could have prefaced my approach. Prefaced the approach with practicality, with the likelihood of doing some of these things. The reality that these are good things, but they may not be practical, they may not be applicable, they may not actually be achievable, but yet demonstrate the awareness of that. If I had time prior to reacting or responding, I would have come at the answer with a much different approach. I don't even have to give you the specifics of what I'm sharing, and I guarantee you, as you're listening today, you can find an opportunity that you had very similarly, and you can say, man, I just wish I would have thought a little bit more before I spoke. It could be something simple. It could be, it could be your boss. It could be your father. It could be your loved one. The reality is spending more time thinking before you're speaking ensures that you have well thought out your response to make sure that it is lines up with who you are and you only can do that after you begin to know yourself more so you first know yourself you second spend more time thinking before speaking and the third way to ensure you're being more genuine in all you do is be convicted so once you know thyself Secondly, you spend more time thinking before speaking so that your actions, obviously, will follow who you are. The third is to be convicted. What does convicted mean, anyways? You know, some people can mistake that with just extremely passionate. Some could, you know, mistake conviction for emotional. Others could understand it to mean what I think it means, and that is a strong belief to the point that you will not yield for the purpose of convenience. Conviction to me is knowing yourself, being strong in your belief about something, and not yielding in the area that is being you know, described or talked about for the purpose of convenience. Now that is not a typical characteristic that a lot of people possess. In fact, there are a few people that I've seen firsthand know how to demonstrate true conviction in a professional way. What I would encourage you to do is be convicted in all that you do. Don't even pursue it if you're not convicted. In fact, take the time to learn about whatever it may be and then get convicted or not. Once you are, build that belief and then go after what it is that you've begun to pursue. The fourth is stand strong in the face of counter opinions. Counter opinions will be a constant in your world as you begin to press new boundaries and you begin to press new battlegrounds for your success in your area. When I think about standing strong in the face of counter opinions, it doesn't mean not listening. It doesn't mean don't hear them. It means listen intently, engage, understand where they're coming from because inside those strong counter opinions, there are moments and areas that you can address that are actually commonalities and can be similarities rather than counter opinions. When you stand strong, it means that you listen, but yet you don't yield. You continue to drive your message, your home. And when you're convicted of those things, then standing strong becomes an easier place. But how many of you have ever been to Waffle House? Waffle House is one of those places you can go at any time of the day, any time of the night, and you get what you get. You constantly can be assured that you will have a waffle ready for your enjoyment. 
how many of you know what a waffler is in the area of professionalism and in conversations? How many of you have pushed someone on a topic only to find them flip-flop their story? They waffle in their conviction. They waffle in their belief and in their ability to stand strong. And in fact, it becomes less respectful. You know, you, you have a hard time respecting people that can't be convicted and can't stand strong in the face of adversity or in the counter opinions that they encounter or face when dealing with these issues. And when you think about that, you've got to have this little bit of a sense like I do that, man, that's not what I want to be. Uh, I want to be someone that stands strong in the face of counter opinions. And so what I would encourage you to do is find those opportunities that allow you to stand up for something you believe in, practice what it means to be convicted by standing strong in the face of counter opinions. Seek out diverse opinions about what you believe and find someone to just have a nice, healthy discussion with. See if you're able to stand strong and do this in a professional way and do it in a way that actually will gain value and build some success for you. These are four simple ways that I think just become routine when you own the do in your mindset. Four ways to ensure you're being genuine so that you can just do you as the topic of this podcast is all about. One, know thyself. Two, spend more time thinking before speaking. Three, be convicted. And four, stand strong in the face of counter opinions. When you can do those four things and you can routinely practice those, you will begin to know you're a genuine believer, a genuine thinker, and a genuine doer. Do you so that as all things come to you, you can be who you are. You can be the person that you've set out to be and that you tell yourself you are so that you can answer the questions of, do you know who you are? Do you know what makes you tick? What motivates you or inspires you or challenges you? What makes you you? These are the kinds of answers that you can provide off the tip of your tongue when you spent the time to become genuine in your everyday life. It's not about what the other person wants to hear. It's not about sounding like you want someone to hear you. It's being you when you need to be. And that is on a daily basis, every single day, know who you are, spend more time making sure what you say is a reflection of who you are, be convicted in all you do or it's a waste of time, and then just stand up for what it is that you believe in. And in doing that, you can live out a true life of an own the do community member by owning the do in all you do. Do you go out, make it an awesome day, practice these things on a routine basis, and learn from your own mistakes by just doing you. So thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and review this on iTunes. Feel free to go to my website at www.matthewkmorgan.com. Tweet me, whatever it may be. You can find me on all social media sites, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and the like. So this podcast, this series, everything has been set up for you. So go on the do, make it all about you, and give me some feedback.